Beautiful. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. Shkoyach. Shkoyach. All right. All right, Chavra. A good ner of Shabbos. Just, you should just know, like, before we get into the Piazzats now, you know, I think uh, so much of Eli always brings so much whenever, whenever he's able to be here. Baruch Hashem is a high man in, in high demand in our community. Baruch Hashem. The Simchas is always so special when he's able to bring an extra element of Shira. I have the best seat in the house between Eli and Zevi. It's like Me'in Olam Haba. If you think about it, just the words, just the words that we were saying, it's so striking. Right? We say, Habeit Mishamayim Urei. We ask the Kaddish Baruch Hu, look down, look down from the heavens. Kiayinu Lagva Keles Bagayim. We're like a laughing stock, like a laughing stock degraded amongst the nations of the world. Like sheep to the slaughter. We speak about, again, the. the, the, the the words speak about just the mistreatment that the Jewish people have endured. And the truth is, like, it's always true. We know it's historically true. And then, you know, it's, what's overwhelming about the days in which we're living is that it's contemporarily true as well. That we see the profound mistreatment of our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael in the most barbaric and animalistic ways. We see the overwhelming surge of anti-Semitism globally. Globally. But what's amazing are the next words, right? What do we say? How do you translate? How would you translate Right? Nevertheless, nevertheless, you know what sounds like one of those statements saying, yeah, with all that, with all that, we still love you. With all that. With all, what, what did we just describe? What did we just describe? We just described the most brutal treatment that we've encountered at the hands of the nations of the world. We just described the humiliation, the degradation. And what do we say? Bechalzos. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Despite all of that, despite all of that, Shimchalo Shachachno. Also, the power that we, the power of the love that we have for the Ribbono Shalom is one of the most powerful forces in this entire world. The world doesn't understand, the world can't comprehend the love that Klaal Yisrael has for the Ribbono Shalom. And when you love someone, when you love someone and you're intensely in love with someone, all the obstacles, they just become like, whatever, whatever, it's okay. It's okay, we're in love. Whatever it is, whatever it is. Power of cloud Yisrael is always the ability to say, whatever it is, whatever it is, that's the nitzchis. Never, never in my life did I think that whenever I thought about those words, I always thought about previous catastrophes of Klal Yisrael, historical realities. And now it's something very much for us to hang on to now also. The pain, you know, it's so... One of the hardest things, it feels so hard like to move on because it's like the, the pain of the loss and the pain of the hostages. It's like... You know, it like dangles. Like it's like wherever, like wherever you go and wherever you are, like it's always, it's always there. 
it's always dangling. You know, you could distract yourself for a little bit. You know, you could go to work, you could go home, you could eat dinner, you could watch a movie, you could, you know, you could do whatever, whatever you're going to do. And then, like, you think that, okay, like, maybe it's not there. And then you turn around. And it... It's just there. It's just there. It just hovers over the neshama like a blanket of pain that just doesn't, it just won't dissipate. There's, there's moments of relief, so to speak. There's moments of escape. But it's always there. It's always there. But yet, we remember these words, Ubechalzos. 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 We are no strangers to tragedy. And we are no strangers to adversity. And we're not strangers to loss. We're not strangers to the most horrific things that mankind could dream up. Whatever, whatever the worst things, the most barbaric things that mankind has done, we've experienced it. There's nothing that the world could throw in our way that will keep us from you. However, that's... I tell you, like when I think about this in those moments where you're not able to distract yourself, in those moments where... You just feel like that, that wave of pain. You know how like, you know, like when you're like a little in the ocean, you know, so, you know, before you realize how the ocean works, the wave is coming and, and what do you do? You know, the wave is coming and you stand up straight. And then you learn the hard way. What happens when you stand up straight to a wave, right? It knocks you down. So how do you deal with the waves? You bend yourself. You bend, you're right, you, le- you lean into it. So sometimes as we get older, like when we're young, when it comes to pain, we think that our goal is to escape it. And then as we get older, we recognize that no, first of all, you can't escape it. However fast you could run, your pain could always run faster. So if you can't escape it, what do you do? You lean into it. You lean into it. You embrace it. You accept it. This is what it is. And we're going to feel so much simcha baruch Hashem because Klal Yisrael... Right, like Rabbi Nachman said, mitzvah gedol lios besimcha tamid will always besimcha. But the pain, the pain is going to hover. Like sometimes it's front and center, sometimes it's in the periphery, sometimes it's three rows back, sometimes it's right in front of my eyes. But it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. And it shouldn't go anywhere. And we shouldn't try to make it go somewhere. Our abode is just to lean into it. And how do you lean into it? Ubechalzos. Almost like with a smile. Ubechalzos, whatever, whatever it is, shimchaloshachachnu. Nothing has ever kept us from the ribono shalom, and nothing will ever keep us from the ribono shalom. And I will say that knowledge reminds us that no matter how acute and overwhelming the pain becomes, emir tzashem, emir tzashem, will make it through this challenge as well. Like Yaakov Avinu after the fight with Esav, the sun comes up, he's standing, he's limping, he's limping. Just like we're limping, we're limping, or we're still standing. And in Mer Sashem, nothing that could ever happen could prevent us from standing. Nothing that could happen could ever fully knock us down. But just to live life with Adobechalzos, whatever it is. Shimchaloshachachna. Well, so with that, let's, let's delve into the Piagetzna. So the Rebbe, we are picking up on page 55. I know we've been almost finished with the Sefer for four weeks now. Right, so we're, we're still not finishing tonight, but all right, we'll get, we'll get a little bit closer to finishing. Is Yaakov Ben Zaken here tonight? I saw him before. Yaakov, listen, I have, I have, if your father has time, the Piazesna has the star 
to be part of the B'nai Machshavah Tova Chabura. He holds that it should be written in Ksav Ashuris on a cloth. On a cloth. So uh, if, your father, if your father is willing to do it, I don't know that one exists in America like this. Like a, like a shtar of B'nai Machshavah Tova written in Ksav Ashuris on a cloth. But if he can make it for us, I think it would be, uh, it'd be incredible. Be incredible, but again, we're not up to signing it yet. We have a couple of weeks until uh, until I'm not telling you which week we're going to sign, it, right? Because you know, oh, I have a I have a you know whatever I have a boat christening that night. You know, I can't uh, I can't make it. You know, <laughs> I can't make it. <laughs> yes, you know. So so it's going to spring it on you. I'm assuming when you're least expecting it, right? Right when you're going for your third plate of uh, your shami koko, that's when it's going to come. I say, so let's begin. So page fifty-five, page fifty-five. So that writes as follows: Umeata, paragraph base. We actually started this, but we didn't finish. I remember again, in, in the first section over here, section Aleph, this is where the Piazetzna ultimately went through the Nusach HaKabalah, the actual verbiage, the actual wording, the phraseology, ultimately of the Kabbalah, the acceptance to be part of this Chabura. And remember again, what was, the, what was the essence of the Kabbalah? The essence of the Kabbalah ultimately is that I accept to be a growth-oriented person. Right? I want to maintain control over my body, control over my soul. Kiddushas HaGuf, Kiddushas HaNeshama. I accept the fact that I'm going to fail in life. And I ask that when I fail, HaKadosh Baruch Hu not cast me aside and cast me away. And I pledge to myself that when I fail in Merit Hashem, I will get back up and try harder next time. Look at the page. I will say, this is incredible. He says, Me'ata. Me'ata. I will say, Me'ata. How do you translate the word Me'ata? How would you translate that Me'ata? From this point forward, right? From now, from this point forward. From, from what point forward? From the moment that you say to yourself, I'm in. From the moment I say to myself, I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I mean, I, I am committing, I will say, I just want to be clear, you know, a couple of you voiced some, some significant concern about signing on to anything. So I just, I just want to, I just want to point out the Piaget's not, it's not like a pledge for perfection, just to be very clear. It's a pledge to be committed to growth. That, 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 that's what it is. That's what it is. Instead of spiritual growth being like a hobby, which whether you're like, and a lot of times it is like, sure, you know, I play golf and I'm into spiritual growth, right? I, I, I do yoga and I also like to expand my spiritual horizons. Like, they're all really nice things. The whole, the whole hop of this, what the PhD is trying to say is that, no, it's, it's not episodic and it's not recreational. It's something habitual. It's part of my everyday life. It's part of my everyday life to be committed to spiritual growth, to Kiddushas Haguf, purity or holy, no, I shouldn't say purity, holiness of the body, and holiness of the soul, in all of the different ways that we outlined. The Piagetna says, once you make the commitment that you're in, or it's once you make the commitment that, okay, I'm signing up for this. I'm, I'm, I'm part of this movement of Kiddusha Saguf and Kiddusha Sanasham. Look what he writes. He says, Yabit al al ish namuch, ish behemi, The moment you make the cognitive commitment, the Piagetna says, you have to begin to look at yourself differently. See, I will say, what the PhD is highlighting over here, I will say, we're not going to take a show of hands, but how many of us have, quote unquote, started over in life? Only to be back, right, no show of hands, right? Only to be right back where we started. I venture, right? I venture all of us, right? This time is going to be different. This, this is it. This is it. This is the 17th. This is it. 
But no, this one, this is really it. What ends up happening over time is we speak about change, but we don't really believe it. We give a lot of lip service to change. And I, I want to believe in change. But deep down, I don't believe in it. Why don't I believe in it? It's very simple. Why don't I believe in it? Because I've tried it so many times and it hasn't worked. So like anything in life that you try multiple times and you don't work, the general assumption is it's not going to work. It's not going to work. So with change, I want to say often we're not in touch with this because often this is in the subconscious, right? Consciously, uh, change, uh, absolutely change is possible, change is probable, change is everything, change is within reach, all these wonderful things. Internally, like, no, not me. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm that guy. I am that, whoever that guy is, that's the pattern of behavior that I've established for myself, that's the personality. We, over time, we lose faith that we could actually change. So creatures so, of habit. Creatures are correct. So the PHS says something amazing. He says, the moment that you make the cognitive commitment to this process, the Rebbe says, Do, you must look at yourself as a different person. Look at his lush and he says, don't look at yourself as a lowly person, an animalistic person who sometimes behaved in so many depraved or immoral or inappropriate ways. A person should look at himself as I'm a person within whom the Shekhinah resides. I'm a person, Ishmerumamhu. What is Ishmerumam? I am a lofty person. Right? I'm a lofty person. You heard Pijasa saying? I didn't do anything yet. I didn't do anything. What's the only thing I did? What's the only thing I did? Cognitive commitment. I said, I'm in. I'm in. Piazetsna says, do you know what happens when you make a decision, a positive decision to move your life in a particular direction? You've changed yourself, even though your behaviors have not changed, even though your lifestyle hasn't changed, right? Even though nothing about the external trappings of your life has changed. The decision to be better fundamentally changes who you are. Incredible. I will say, I've mentioned this before. This is Mufur Gemara, right? We have this Gemara, Masechus Kiddushin. What does the Gemara say? Man goes over, right? Ruben goes over to Rachel. Become betrothed to me on the condition that I am absolutely righteous. What's Talacha? What's Talacha? Mikudeshes. Even if what? Afilu Rasha Gamer. She's Mikudeshes. It works. It's a good pickup line, by the way. You could try it. So they come, right? So they come to me, right? On, on the condition that I'm, that I'm a tzaddik, that I'm a tzaddik, even if he is a Russia gummer, a complete Russia, the Kiddushin works. Why? What does the Gemara say? Shemehir her betshuva. Maybe he had thoughts of tshuva. Thoughts of tshuva? That's fantastic. That's right. That's it. I have thoughts of tshuva all the time, right? I think here, I think there. I have this beautiful thought. I have thoughts of kiddusha. I have thoughts of tshuva. I have thoughts of kahuna. I have thoughts of beis I have all kinds of thoughts. The Gemara says, you know the power of hirurei tshuva? You know the power of just thinking about in your mind saying, you know what? I want to be. I want to be about tshuva. I want to be about tshuva. That's it. I just want to be about tshuva. That's it. We think things like that are meaningless. But the Piazzesna says, the Gemara says, it's ridiculously meaningful. The cognitive shift, the willingness ultimately again to think of myself in a different way and to commit myself to being better, that changes me 
even before I've changed anything behaviorally. So the Piaget says the moment a person commits ultimately again to this process, he has to see himself as Kaddish. He has to see himself as holy. Ishmurumam. They're both saying, now, what, what's the result of this? That's a beautiful idea. So first thing that the Piaget is highlighting is the moment you make the decision to be one of the Bnei Machshavatova, to commit yourself to a life of growth, just understand, you're a different person. You're a different person. I, my behaviors didn't change. My, you're a different person. Now, the follow-up question then is, what, so what does it mean to be a different person? So, so what does that mean? So look at the page that's nice. He says, this is incredible. He says, I'm a different person than what? Then just because someone else is behaving a certain way doesn't mean that I could behave that way. Right? If I'm a different person, then I need to hold myself to it. But see, you know, I, I want to tell you something amazing. I'll tell you what I, what I find fascinating, just kind of looking at what's happening in the world. It is amazing that when you see anti-Israel sentiment, which is, which is anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism, it's brutal and it's violent. There is not one pro-Palestinian protester that's been beaten up by a counter-Jewish protest. Hasn't happened. Hasn't happened, right? Hasn't happened, right? There's not one Palestinian group of students that got locked in a library at Cooper Union because Jewish students were pounding on the door. Hasn't happened. Fascinating, no? Fascinating, right? So, <laughs> being recorded. No, it, 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 we have to wonder like what exactly should our response be. But I'm just pointing out something fascinating. The power of the Jew throughout the ages is just because someone behaves a certain way doesn't mean that it's right. And just because you have beliefs doesn't mean that you can exercise them however you want. Piaget says, it's just, it, to me, it's been the starkest contrast in all of this. You see the vile nature of these protests, the vile nature, the pure hate. You know, if you watch, I stopped watching, we watched some of these interviews with some of the, with some of the Paltas, they're, it's like they're rabid dogs. They're rabid dogs spewing hatred. The only thing that's missing is the saliva coming out of the side of their mouth, foaming. It, it is, you look at it, and it doesn't even, it doesn't look human. It's not human. And meanwhile, we're, we're, the, we're the victims. We're the victims. And yet again, in the victims, you look at the way we express our hurt. It's none of this. It's none of this. And that's why, by the way, it's important. And that's why, again, when you do see Jewish violence perpetrated on innocent Arabs, because there are innocent Arabs, it's shocking to our system. And it's wholly inappropriate and needs to be repudiated on every single level. That's not what we do. It's not what we do. We have an army and our army should be relentless and our army should be fearsome and our army should do whatever they have to do to secure Klaus and whatever that means they have to do, they have to do. But there's an army. There's a structure. There's rules. There's, a term, there's, there's rules of engagement. There's Torah HaNeshek, purity of the weapon. There are so many. So it's just incredible. Just to me, what, what, what this has just done is it's drawn the lines between Klal Yisrael and humanity. It's Klal Yisrael and humanity. The Jewish people behave a certain way and the rest of the world behaves a different way. 
We said the race is different, and it doesn't make a difference how educated we heard. Again, I don't want to digress into this, but it's on all of our minds. Like you heard, what's the guy's name? The head of the UN, Mushchas, oh. Mushchas. He should just like, yeah, just whatever. You, you know, you, you hear this, and you're like, you know what? I, what? What I wish is they should just take all of these people. Everybody who loves God, no, if you love it, song you love God's. Go take a field trip, take a solidarity trip. Yeah, let's gather everyone. We could t- we, could, we could go ahead and collect you know collect for the tickets and yachikala, right? It, it, it's it's it's. <laughs> I'm, I'm just pointing. I'm just pointing out. It's amazing, the lines have been drawn between cloudy Yisrael and the world. The world behaves one way, and the Jewish people behave a different way. Those lines, I don't think, have ever been starker. Because the truth is, we've never had a situation like this where we have an army and we have a country and suddenly Jews are not just helpless victims at someone else's mercy. So we can now show the world how an army behaves and we can show the world how a democratic country behaves and we can show the world, even though people suffer staggering loss, behave with dignity, with dignity, with derech eretz, with kavod abrios, overwhelming. Overwhelming. Why am I bringing this down? Because the Piaget says that after I have this level of cognition and I go ahead now, I have my hear her tshuva and I'm a different person. So at the end of the day, the Piaget says, I now have to recognize there's a lot of things I do in life. Why? Because everybody's doing them. Everybody's doing it, right? That's how people talk. I talk to say, because hey, that's how people talk. Right? Or I, I, I engage in this behavior because that's how people engage. Or, or I, you know, I partake of this because people do that. Here's just one second. If you experienced this cognitive change, you're a different person. And if you're a different person, you have to make sure that your behaviors now match your new person kite. And you have to make sure that the way you're living your life and what you're doing, your behaviors, now match the new you. It's like a different way of looking at change. Often we begin the process of change with behavioral change and then change your behaviors and it'll impact the way that you feel. Which, which of course, again, that's a Sefer HaChinuch. The way you feel, ultimately, again, is shaped by the way that you behave. What the Piyajesna is suggesting, and that, that is true, Piyajesna is also another model. What's also different is the way you, change the way you think. Or specifically, change the way you think about yourself. Change the way you think about yourself. And when you change the way you think about yourself, you know what happens? You change the way you behave. Because if now I'm thinking about myself as, I'm a righteous person. I'm a member of the B'nai Machshavatov Chabura. I'm a person who's committed to Kedusha Sagov, Kedusha Sanafesh. So suddenly again, if I'm that guy, then my behaviors have to change as well. Then my behaviors have to reflect that new reality. It's such an incredible change model. He goes on, he says... He says, what should a person do? Sometimes certain behaviors are fine for other people, but they're not fine for me. I will say, you know, I think every parent has this, has this, has this conversation with their child, right? Where my child comes home and says, oh, you know, this one does this, or, you know, this one has the phone, or this one has the Xbox, or the, I don't know, the kids have Xboxes anyway? <laughs> Whatever, okay. Right? Right, they, this one has this, this one has that, everyone has this. And what does a parent have to say? That's fine, because you never want to be chasun. You can never be disparaging of someone else. Never be disparaging of someone else. You say, look, maybe that's okay, you know, for that family or for that person. But that's, that's not what we do. That's not what we do. So sometimes I will say there are things 
That may not be wrong. It may not be wrong. But at the end of the day, it's not what I do. It's not what I do. It's not, it's not, it's not how I behave. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not looking down at anyone else who does this. But Lamaisa, because now I think a different way, I hold myself to a different standard. And just because something's not usser, doesn't automatically mean what? That it's mutter. There are plenty of things that technically are not usser, but I still shouldn't do them. Why? Because it's not good for me. And it's not, it's not a good fit for what I'm trying to accomplish in life. Rock, name. In tovim heim lo, ula arkuaram. We'll say this is such an incredible way to look at life. Before you do something, the PSS says, ask yourself, is this fitting for where you're holding in life? Or is this action appropriate for where you want to get to in life? We'll say, you know what the big problem, big challenge in life is often when we want to do something, we ask ourselves one question. What's the one question? What's the one question? I want to do something. What's my question? Mutter or Aser? Mutter Aser, that's it, right? Kasher, Treif. Tame, Tahar. That's it. And if it's Kasher, and if it's Tahar, and if it's Mutter, then I'm good to go. Then I'm good to go. Right? Great. Pejasa says, that's the wrong question. It's not, is it Kasher or Treif? Is it Tame or Tahar, is it Mutter or it's Aser? Is this a good fit? Is this a good fit? Is this something I should be doing? Maybe it's totally halachically mutter. I'm not going to Gehenim for doing it. But is it a good fit for where I'm moving myself forward? I, say, I would venture to say that for most of us, the things we struggle with most, most are not necessarily things that are usser. It might not be usser. But there are things deep down that I know, you know what? I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be doing this. It's not... It's not, it's not advancing my life agenda. It's not getting me where I need to go. I got it. It's not usser. It's not usser. But it's also not good. It's also not good. I will say, it's just such a different way. We're so focused on, well, is it mutter or is it usser? Right? Am I going to Gan Eden or am I going to, Gan, or to Gehenim? Right? Is it Tame or is it Tahar? That's so childish. And it's such a childish, such an infantile way to look at the world. Right? It's like, I can only have two pieces of candy, not three pieces of candy. That, that, that's good for children. But as I get older, I want to become a bit more sophisticated in my spirituality. And it's not just Tametar, Mutter, Asr, Kasher, Treif. Right? It's about, again, advance my agenda, doesn't advance my agenda. A good fit for my personality, or not a good fit for my personality. He says, he says, Now a person obviously shouldn't get too carried away with himself and think that, oh, I'm such a great tzaddik. Right? Can you imagine? You go home, your wife actually asks you to take out the garbage. You're like, listen, I've been thinking a lot about this, right? But, but, you know, but like, really, where I'm holding in life, like where I'm holding in life, I just went to the shir. I'm, I'm, now I think of myself as a tzaddik. I don't know that it's the right fit for me. I don't know that it's the right fit for me. So first of all, I'll carve out an hour for you and your wife tomorrow in my office. Okay, so like, like, don't get carried away. Don't get carried away with this. In other words, you're not, you're not, you're not Moshe Rabbeinu, right? Like, calm down, right? So, so in other words, there's, there's like this middle ground where obviously, again, I'm looking to become, I'm not a tzaddik. I'm not a tzaddik. So don't get carried away with suddenly, you know, I'm sorry, guys, I, I can't hang out with you because, you know, someone of my level, really, like, I should just be communing with God. You know, all right, wonderful. That's not you. That's not me. That's not any of us. So obviously, Pinchester says there's this balance. There's this balance, right? I, I'm, I'm a human being. 
I, I'm, I'm a regular person, right? But at the same time, I'm a B'nai Machshava Tova. And now suddenly, or Ben Machshava Tova. And now suddenly, again, I'm going to become that person who's holding myself to a higher standard. And the moment I do that again, I want to make sure that my behaviors are ultimately reflective of that newfound standard and that my behaviors fit with who I am and where I want to go. It's such an incredible idea. He says, So listen to this. This person should have a broken heart and he should say, he says, he says, I'm sorry, in general, the key to growth, the key to growth is humility. And I will say, what is the greatest manifestation of humility? The greatest manifestation, it's incredible. The greatest manifestation of humility? Greatest manifestation of humility is? Achtos. Why? Because I will say, what's Achtos? Achtos says, the needs of the collective outweigh my personal needs. Socialism? Right? I'm sorry? Like no, because that's about money over here. I'm not talking about, like, I'm not giving my money, right? right? Keep your hands off my money. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, so no, that, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Right? So, yes, correct, correct. You could keep your guns and your money. Okay? Just, uh, so, so, no, no. So, what we're saying over here is like this. There are things that I want to say. I, I, I think, you know, in general, I, I have like this different, this different hashkafa. You know, to me, you know, people, people often think that like the proliferation of shuls in a community is like a sign of such incredible vital growth, which is beautiful. To me, it's always a little bit sad because to me, often what it represents is, you know, everyone needs their exact flavor. I, I need it to be like this. It's got to start this time. Not, not too much singing, not too little singing, not too this. It's, it can't be too modern. It can't be too yeshivish. It can't be this. Guy. Everyone needs exactly what they need. I'll say, it's a shtickle gaiva. It's a shtickle gaiva. And by the way, just everyone should know when the Beis HaMikdash comes, it's important to know, there's not like the young Israel of the Temple Mount, right? <laughs> the Agudas Yisrael of the Temple Mount, right? Kilas Hasidim of the, uh, of the Temple Mount, right? There's not Hashkama Minyan in the Temple Mount, right? There, no, 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 no. It's, it's not, no, I'm saying there's no, there's no, there's no teen Minyan, there's no this, there's no that. It's very important. It's the, the, the biggest adjustment of Mashiach is going to be everyone recognizing that, oh, one second. I, I don't, it's not 31 flavors over here, right? Like, it's not like, right, is that basket obvious? 31 yeah. flavors, right? It's not 31 flavors? Like, it's not a la carte? It's not a la carte? And the answer is no. What it means to be part of Claudia Israel is you're part of the collective. Because being part of the collective is the most beautiful and incredible thing in the world, even if you don't get the exact flavor that you want. See, I was saying, sometimes always needing to get exactly how you want, that's gaiva. The opposite of gaiva which is the paradigm of humility, where, where humility is achdos. Achdos says, what I want is not what's important. What keeps us together, that's what's important. And if I'm willing to give up some of the stuff that's important to me for the sake of keeping us together, that's humility. And that's why I both say, achdos, achdos is not just beautiful because it's unity. Achdos is beautiful because it's humility. Unity is the paradigmatic manifestation of humility. The lack of achdos, right? Pirud. What's the good English word for pirud? The opposite of achdos. Fragment. Look at you. Look at you. Fragmentation. Right? Right? Look at that. Look at that. That's right. Always the guitar guy. That's right. So I say, so fragmentation, fragmentation, that's gaiva. 
that I need exactly how I want it, when I want it, where I want it, and I'm unwilling to simply give up of myself for anything else. So the Piaget says, it's very important, he says, a person should begin to think of himself as a righteous individual, but he says, don't chas Hashem lead you to think that now you're a great tzaddik, because if you think you're a great tzaddik, you know what happens when people think of themselves as great tzaddikim? At least the pavered fragmentation they disassociate. Rather, Rak Adraba, Yispatulit, they call it Yisrael. Rather, Rabbi say, what's the Avoda? The Avoda ultimately is Bittel, Bittel, giving yourself over to the collective, yielding to the collective, not socialism, Achdos. Because Achtos, in and of itself, is the greatest escape. So we'll have to stop over here for tonight. But again, so we're leaving off a little bit in the middle. But I will say, but, but here's what we have. Here's what we walk away with tonight. We walk away with tonight this understanding of the PHS that's telling us that right in Sif Aleph, we have ultimately, again, the commitment to the, to the, to the Kabbalah, B'nai Machshavatova. And I will say the journey begins not with an action, not with a behavior, but the journey so beautifully begins with cognition thinking of myself a different way. And when I begin to think of myself in a different way, what comes afterwards is I begin to act and behave in a different way. So I will say, Shemendes Yashakayach, Mayriv in the shul. It's the law of attraction. Baisai, after Mar, if we can help move the tables back.